Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. How do I ask my boss for a raise? I'm so jealous of my coworker's promotion. I just don't know what to do. Is there a good way to brag about my accomplishments? Careers are complicated, and there are so many hush-hush topics we're told we can't talk about. That's why you have the Career Contessa podcast. I'm your host, Lauren McGoodwin, and each week I'm joined by experts to help you overcome your workplace woes with actionable advice that you can use today. Subscribe to the Career Contessa podcast and make progress in your career every Tuesday. Hey friend, it's Nicole, host of the Nicole Walters podcast. Here's where we laugh, we cry, and we grant ourselves grace as we do life together. Let's get started. Hey friend, I wanted to catch up on all the things. Now, I love the fact that over on Instagram at Nicole Walters, you are constantly in my DMs, whether it is sending me first day of school pics of my internet nephews and nieces or your life updates around graduation, you name it. I love hearing from you. So always slide into my DMs. I'm always here for it. But I also want to give you a life update because that's part of what we do here. So I know that we've had chats here with my littles, if you head back to the top of the season, you know, I've had each of my kiddos on here. We've had chats with Alex, my Mr. Fella. I mean, we've we've covered a lot of ground and a lot of changes and transitions. But oh, I mean, I don't know what it is about my life. But it is constantly on the go. So here's the latest and the greatest in the life updates. If you've sort of been falling around, but feel like you're missing things through the loop. Now, I am in California now. I uh, am in Los Angeles almost full time. I still have property back in Atlanta. And, you know, the mid tiny is in college over there. She is going into her senior year. Y'all, if you have been following along with our TV show on USA Network or you have kept up with us on social media, you know that I'm an adoptive mom of three amazing girls and I adopted them at ages three 11 and 14. And now I am a mom to an 11 year old, a 20 year old and a 23 year old, which 
I use bananas. I'm not even 40 yet. I can't even believe I've done two proms and two graduations, you know, potty training, kindergarten, book reading, all this stuff in about eight years. Like life is bananas. But these kids are growing up and you guys have been there all along the way. And it is just such a blessing to have you as internet aunties. But the kids are growing up. And so Mid Tiny is now in college. She's going into her senior year and she had her first accounting internship. Y'all, y'all. Bless these children. She was like, what is this scam that is adulthood? <laughs> I mean, she first of all, it was a paid internship. So y'all know back in our day, I mean, you were lucky enough to get an internship that fed you. You were lucky enough that they spoke to you. I mean, odds are you were going to be running halfway across town for like no money and you had to cover everything on your own and you still had to do school. But, you know, now, I mean, the kids don't even know how cushy they got it. These internships are paid. They're paid at like $20 an hour. They get to do real work, be in the office. They take them out to lunch. I mean, they got a good thing going. But I know that first real world job is always a shock and mid tiny's kind of dealing with that. She has been healthy. And for those of you guys who don't know, she is a stage four cancer survivor. There's been no reoccurrence. She's been healthy and clear ever since her last round of chemo. And we're just, we thank God for that. And we know that there won't be any recurrence whatsoever for her entire life. And we're just so grateful for that. She has a boyfriend and I am adjusting to that as a mother. He's a great guy. I give her a hard time about him. I give him a hard time about him. But honestly, he treats her so well. And I'm thankful for that. I think that watching my older girls finally come of age to have these relationships that aren't just like, you know, your little play play high school and your play play middle school ones um, really puts into perspective the importance of my own relationship. And um, and I'm just even more grateful, even though divorce wasn't something that I anticipated, expected or wanted. Boy, am I thankful now that I am in such a healthy and nurturing partnership that I'm able to be that example, particularly for my little one, because I really see how it impacts how my my girls choose their partners, what they expect from their partners, how seriously they take my advice, because believe it or not, you know, teens are inclined already to not listen to us. And if they're seeing us not live what we're trying to tell them, you better believe that's going to have an impact, too. So I'm just so grateful. She has a great boyfriend and he's good to her. And I'm I'm just so thankful for that. She is really developing and coming into her own. She's beautiful. She's smart. She makes great choices. And, you know, aunties, I'm so, so proud. But it has not been easy having a 20-year-old who is in school and in the world, just on a mama level. I think a lot of us can relate to this. You know, there's just general worry all the time. You know, we have great, healthy communication and she, you know, keeps me up to speed with what she's doing. And I'm thankful for that. We have a very open and honest relationship. If you guys have any questions about that, she's on an earlier episode this season. I'll put that in the show notes where she talks about, you know, how we foster our communication, why she's so comfortable talking to me about everything from boyfriends to her body to her business to her school like everything and we talk about that in detail she actually shares a lot of details about that in an episode again check the show notes for that episode but you know it still doesn't make it any easier I think on my mom brain knowing she's out there but I'm so thankful for her strong decision making it reminds me of something that my therapist told me many years ago when and I'll give you an update on my older one because this relates to her. But many years when my older one was kind of struggling with some of that adult transition stuff, my therapist said to me, you have to remember when they go out into the world that everything you put in them is still in there. 
So even if it seems like they're being a little wild or being a little crazy or you wonder about their decision making in the quiet moments, in the hard moments, you know, as they mature, they tap into everything you put into them. And so I've really remembered this on two ends. One, everything positive I put into them is still in there. Everything negative I put into them is still in there. So it's just really important to be mindful what you pour into your kids because they will use it one way or another. First impressions are everything. So if you're looking to make an impact with your online content, you need issue. The easiest and fastest way to make your creative ideas come to life and share engaging content everywhere you want to be seen. Now, Issue is the all-in-one platform to create and distribute beautiful digital content from marketing materials and magazines to catalogs and portfolios and so much more. There's no more need for endless scrolling through PDFs. Issue features your digital content in an easy-to-view way on every device. So there's no reformatting required and you can instantly share your content across all your social channels. Plus, Issue works seamlessly with the tools you already use and love like Canva and Dropbox, MailChimp and InDesign. It helps creators, marketers, designers and really anyone who wants to make content that stands out. And you can start using Issue for free. Try it out and explore premium features that offer a more customized experience. So get started with Issue today for free. Or sign up for an annual premium account and get 50% off when you go to issue.com slash podcast and use the promo code Nicole. That's I-S-S-U-U dot com slash podcast and use promo code Nicole at checkout for your free starter account or 50% off an annual premium account. That's issue.com slash podcast with promo code Nicole. Being a busy mom and business owner means I've got so much on my plate. I mean, between managing the kids and taking care of home, answering emails, I am so busy. And I know that there are gaps in my diet because I'm not eating enough veggies or what I'm supposed to. And then on top of that, with multivitamins, there's misleading labels and questionable ingredients, sugary formulas. All that stuff is a hard pass for me. But then there's ritual. It's made for skeptics by skeptics. With their multivitamin for women, what you see is what you get. And what you get is good. It's a clinically backed multivitamin for women 18 plus with high quality and traceable key ingredients in clean bioavailable forms. Ritual Essential for Women 18 plus is USP verified, meaning what's on the label is what's in the formula. It's also soy-free, gluten-free, vegan-friendly, and it's formulated without GMOs. And I don't know about y'all, but it does matter to me what my multi tastes like. I don't know. Call me a big kid, but it's got to taste good. And Ritual has a minty essence that's in every bottle, which keeps things fresh and helps make taking your multis every day actually enjoyable. So no more shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash Nicole to start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. So she's doing great and I'm so proud of her. And it's nice because, you know, she's now officially the kid who like comes home for the holidays and, you know, calls to check in and, you know, follows me on social. It's just such a different relationship. And it's hard to believe that was like my little 11 year old baby, you know, 
I had her when my youngest, you know, at the same age, like it's just bananas, but she's doing great. And my older one, my 23 year old, I um, haven't really given much of an update on her, whether it's online or here, because she's just been going through a tougher journey that I am going to talk about a little bit right now. I do detail it and talk about, you know, the starting point of that journey, the evolution of that journey more in my book, which is coming out this year in 2023. And I'm very excited to finally get that in your hands and on shelves because it's being published by Simon & Schuster through the Simon Element brand. So, you know, keep an eye out for that. I'll share my release date in the coming months. I'm very excited about it. I've been working really hard, but I talk a lot about that relationship and kind of more around that journey from my perspective there. But, you know, I am going to share a little bit about it now. I've I've talked about it here on the podcast. I've talked about it a bit on Instagram in just one or two lines. But the big tiny, you know, my, my eldest daughter, if you watch the show, you notice she wasn't on that season. If you have kept up in social media, you know that she kind of dropped off online. And, and it's just something that we haven't really discussed much. And a huge part of that has been to protect her privacy. You know, tr- the transition from age, I'd say 17, you know, into her 20s wasn't very easy for her. Our eldest was one that we we got her when she was a little bit older. So she was 14 and she'd seen a lot more. She'd been through a lot more. She'd had to fight and protect a lot more. And, you know, she came with a lot of challenges, traumas and a ton of gifts, you know, that some, you know, were things she didn't deserve and had absolutely been given to her. And some were, you know, choices that she'd made based on the tools she had and what she knew. But needless to say, um, you know, we ran into some challenges as she had to get out into the world and it was harder for her. That's the best way I can describe it is just as a mom, we all can see the potential, right? As moms, as sisters, you know, even as business owners, we can often see the potential of what we know our kids are. We see the best version of them. But as individuals, and I think we all know this feeling, whether it's through imposter syndrome or just general insecurity, we all know what it feels like to not see the best version of ourselves. And that was something that my eldest really struggled with. She believed a lot of what she'd been told and not what she was. And that was reflected in her choices around her lifestyle, her choices in how she approached school, her choices in how she interacted with others. And that all kind of came to a head when she was 18 and she just decided to go off into the world on her own. I mean, she was in college and it wasn't working out well for her. And we were talking about different alternatives and she just was ready to take on life. And she wanted to do that off camera. She wanted to do that. You know, obviously I share a lot of my life here, you know, and it was something that, you know, it was just pretty much uniformly decided that, okay, you know, like, this is your season to just live, you know, and I'm here. Mom never goes anywhere, you know, and I'm always in your corner. But, you know, if this is what you want to do, then, you know, I'm just here. And it's hard to talk about it. And, you know, it is a conversation and a story that deserves pages and not just podcast lines or a caption on Instagram. So I do detail it in my book more because it is there's so much about it, so many stories that are tied to it. But ultimately, And unfortunately, based on her background and where she comes from, you know, with addiction, that was something that kind of came up in her life again as she had to cope with some of the challenges that adulthood brings. And very quickly within, a, you know, the year or two after she went off on her own, she discovered, you know, substances and those substances, you know, kind of spun out of control. And I think that this is something that a lot of unfortunately, a lot of us can relate to. 
we all have someone in our life that I think has dealt with challenges around substance use. Sometimes it's us, you know, and it's been difficult to navigate watching her struggle with that, knowing that that's what she came from and knowing that that is, especially as her mom, not her identity, that it is not who she is and that she is capable of so much and just deserves so much. And that while, you know, being an addict can be sort of a, uh, a challenge and something that she has to overcome. It isn't all that she is. And I'm happy to say that she is a year plus sober at this point coming up on trying to do the math in my head. I want to say almost a year and a half sober. And that's really exciting. It's exciting. And it's amazing to see her come into her own. You know, she's 23 now, so she is a proper adult. And when I tell you the stuff she's doing now when I look at her, I'm in awe. I've always been in awe of her. I don't know if she could ever see herself the way I see her. I hope she does. You know, I hope she believes me when I tell her she's just amazing. I mean, she mesmerizes me. I admire her so when she inspires me. Um, and that was before, during and after addiction. I mean, I saw her hitting every single thing every day and just growing so much. And she is now a year and a half sober. And I talk about in the book, the moment when she sort of came back home, if you will, and what it looked like to do all that. But what you guys may not know and what I haven't really talked about, you know, in the starting over journey, if you will, of, you know, this past season on the podcast is that I had to check her into rehab during this divorce transition. So, you know, I received a call one day and, you know, all these things had happened and transpired in her world. And it was just very clear that that day of that moment, I was going to fly her next to me and she would remain up under me as a mom. And we were going to, to treatment together, you know, very similar to when my daughter was diagnosed. My middle one was stage four cancer. We were going to fight cancer together because I'm their mama. We going to do it together. <laughs> That's what it is. And so, you know, we began that process again over a year and a half ago and it was very successful and I'm grateful she did all the hard work. You know, I just had to watch like a mama bear like I always do, but it was quite the journey. And I'm just happy to say in, in her little life update, you know, she is running a sober living facility now. She is still in California with me and uh, she's running a sober living facility. She is helping other women of a variety of ages, I believe from 18 all the way up into their 60s that are in recovery right now, transition back into the world and get jobs and learn coping mechanisms and stay sober and not only is she regularly going to her, you know, meetings, she also is a sponsor, which is, you know, a big title, you know, within the recovery process. It means that she has the ability, skills and sobriety standing to be able to sponsor someone who's still working through their new journey. And she's doing a great job with that. And she's everything that I always knew she would be. And I never had any expectation or aspiration around how she would manifest in the world. But I always knew she would be a person who gives back in a very big way and saves lives. And that's what she does every single day. And it started with her saving her own. And I'm so proud of her. And so, you know, mamas, if you're out there, you know, of course, I know you pray for all the babies, but just, you know, throw a special one up for her because she really has had to fight a different type of demon and she is winning every single day. So really proud of her and just excited to see what God holds for her in the future. Then, of course, there's my little one, my 11-year-old, you know, the Puffin, if you've kept up online. The Puffin is 
11 and she is smart and rambunctious and clever and witty and amazing and resilient. And her teacher describes her as a very serious child. And it's funny because I'm a very silly mom. I'm playful. I'm always coming up with, you know, games and activities. And Alex is the same way. My Mr. Fella, he's very playful, sillier than me. And she is just a matter of fact kid. I mean, I, I was joking with her the other day saying, gosh, you know, your sisters are all out of the house and I know your day is coming soon. I mean, how do you feel knowing that you're going to move out someday soon? She's 11 now. And she says to me, mom, why would I rush to move out? I don't want to have to pay taxes. <laughs> I mean, like, whose kid is this? My kid, obviously. You know, and it's just been a blessing. I mean, she is generous. She's kind and she's really developing a personality. And so it's hard to believe she's going into sixth grade and I'm going to have a middle schooler and it's just wild. One of the most exciting things about a new year is that you have no idea what adventures are in store for you. From new travel experiences to new jobs or picking up new skills, there's no better way to prepare for 2023 than by learning a new language with Babbel. Babbel is the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, you can feel confident no matter where the new year takes you. I've been having a blast practicing a new language with my daughter. It's brought us closer. We've had a ton of time practicing Spanish every time we go out. And it's just been so much fun. And Babbel makes it so easy. Because with Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson. So you can start having real-life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks. Other language learning apps use AI for the lesson plan. But Babbel's lessons were created by over 150 language experts and voiced by real native speakers, not computers. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from over 14 different languages. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In additional lessons, you can access podcasts and games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. So start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash Nicole. That's babbel.com slash Nicole for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. If you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. That's true when your business is growing fast, but it's even more true when there's a lot of uncertainty. Inflation is running rampant, supply chains are clogged, and the labor market is tight. What does that mean for margins? But not every business is in the dark. Over 33,000 businesses know their numbers because they use NetSuite by Oracle. It's the number one cloud financial system. You have to understand that you're not a business if you aren't paying attention to your numbers. And in this time, more than ever before, you've got to know what's coming in and you've got to know what's going out. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. It provides you visibility and control of your financials, your inventory, your HR, your planning, your budgeting, and more. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. And you better believe that every single minute and dollar counts. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. So for the new year, 
NetSuite has a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash Nicole. Head to netsuite.com slash Nicole for this special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. That's netsuite.com slash Nicole. In this chat, you know, I gave you the, the update on all the kiddos and the fact that we're in Los Angeles. But part of why I was giving you the update on the kiddos is because I wanted to share that I am looking to have more. <laughs> and I know that is something that I gosh, you want to talk about number one question that I always get in this space. You know, when everyone knew that I'd adopted three littles, um, you know, if you've kept up with the story, it's actually the very first episode of the Nicole Walters podcast ever and our top podcast episode ever. If you want to listen to it, just go back to the top. It is the story of how I became an adoptive mother in 30 days to three girls. And it's not traditional. The story isn't. I met them on the side of the road in Baltimore. And in just a matter of weeks, I had them, you know, essentially full time. I talk about it so many more details in my book. But, you know, that's a pretty good primer, if you will, if you listen to episode one. But what's interesting was a lot of people have always assumed like, gosh, well, Nicole, did you not have kids because you couldn't, you know, or did you not have kids because you were having fertility challenges? Because at the time that I became an adoptive mother, at least when I met the girls, I'd been married for seven years. And the truth is, and I'll say it out loud now is, you know, I think part of it is, I didn't have kids because I knew that something in my marriage wasn't in alignment. You know, it's hard to say out loud. I don't think I've ever said that anywhere. But, you know, I think that's part of it was I just was I, I knew there were things in my marriage that weren't supportive of the household I would want for raising an infant. I was always a little bit worried about the workload balance. I was always worried about support. I was always worried about whether or not financially I'd be able to, you know, because obviously I didn't have you know, everything that I have now financially. And I just was really nervous about what it would mean to take on that task. And I know that a lot of women can probably relate to that. I, I sadly, you know, where maybe you've pushed some of your dreams aside because you weren't sure about your partnership and you didn't even realize you were doing it. But I always knew I wanted to be a mom. That was something that was without question. I in I found a, a letter that I wrote to myself. It was a school assignment when I was in class in Mr. Duncan Creeble's class, RIP, loved him. And uh, the assignment was, you know, what makes you who you are? What do you want to be in the future? And I was in 10th grade and I wrote, I want to be known for doing good. I want to be a mom. I want to change the world. I want to be someone who is inspiring and gives back. And I want to make sure that, you know, I help my friends be successful. I mean, like this was who I was in 10th grade. So <laughs> it's just like I'm such a nerd. But, you know, being a mom was part of that list because I said I want to be a mom because I love kids. And it's crazy because when you're in a partnership that or maybe I mean, ooh, we're having a whole therapy moment right now as I reflect on it, you know, out loud. This is how you're always going to catch me. But, you know, maybe I love kids so much that I knew that that wasn't what I wanted to do or who I wanted to do it with. Oop, truth moment, you know. Or maybe it was that, you know, I just changed, you know, when you're in a, a marriage that isn't as fulfilling, you know, of everything you think you need. Or if you're in a partnership or even a job or, you know, anything that isn't fulfilling what you need, sometimes you try to adapt what you know you want to fit your circumstances. And I think that might have been a little bit of what I was doing. I, um, you know, 
was blessed to have these kids come into my world, but they came into my world unexpectedly. It wasn't planned. And I'd always been the super auntie. I'd always been the mentor. I'd always been the, you know, big brother, big sister. That was something I'd always done. And that's what I thought it was going to be with my girls. And again, in my book, I talk about that journey step by step by step. But, you know, I really did kind of push down, like, I'll have kids later. I'll have kids later. I wasn't even going to consider you know, having children until 35, you know, was kind of what I thought maybe and maybe just one because I knew that was something I wanted to do. But I just wasn't sure if my partner was going to be ready for that. And what's crazy is met the girls at 28. Boom, mama three. But now, you know, after sort of stuffing that dream aside for so long and then, you know, once I had my girls, I was like, oh, you know, thank you, God. I didn't think I'd be getting divorced again. I was like, thank you, God, for giving me a chance to be a mom, you know, and I'm so fulfilled But I realized that, you know, the call is still on my heart to, you know, have children and to carry and to add to the world and to nurture and to raise and to have a bigger family. And the idea of having a, um, you know, Thanksgiving table with like 15 people at it, you know, and like just noisy house and, you know, kids running around. It just I mean, literally, when I think about being a grandmother, it makes me teary, you know, like I just really and not too soon in case my kids listen to this. When I say being a grandmother makes me teary, I mean like at an old age, okay? Because I don't need my girls trying to bless me any sooner than necessary. Amen. But <laughs> but that said, you know, it's exciting because I talk about it here starting over. And when I tell you so much of this life right now feels like I'm doing things for the first time, which is wild because I've already lived a whole life. I've become a multimillionaire. I've had multiple homes. I've raised these kids through these different chapters And now here I am in a new relationship, wanting to have new children in a new city with a new partner. And it feels like I'm doing everything for the first time. And it's a blessing, but scary, you know, but I'm here and I'm leaning in. And it's exciting to be able to share with you that, you know, this is a journey that I hope to start pretty soon. You know, obviously, I want to make sure everything is in alignment, but I don't think I'll wait as long as I did the first time. And, you know, it doesn't mean stay on baby watch, but it does mean that as we're doing life together, send good prayers. Um, We'll see what happens. But that's the update. You know, I'm out here finishing up this book that's going to come out this year. And I've had some TV show projects for major networks that I should be hearing about in the coming months. So I can't wait to tell you guys about that. The kids are all right. Thank God the kids are all right. And they're with their mama and they're thriving and they're doing so well. And I'm just so blessed. And I'm all right. You know, um, it's not easy. There are high days and there are low days. Yesterday was a crying day. I literally was in bed just like crying, you know, about just like, I can't believe like, you know, where things are. I was still getting my work done and stuff, but I just, I was in a funk, you know, and I still have those because, you know, it's kind of like grief, you know, as much as you may have moved on and you're okay and you're so happy and thankful doesn't mean you don't sometimes miss you know what used to be or what it thought what you thought it was or the familiarity or the comfort or some of the perceived elements of ease you know so it's normal to have your sad days but my gosh the good days outnumber the sad ones and I'm just so thankful I'm thankful for you and I'm thankful for this opportunity and I'm thankful for my littles in the future so um keep your fingers crossed. <laughs> and maybe I'll have some more announcements later. But in terms of the big things in, in the fold, you know, we've got Big Tiny who's staying sober. We've got Mid Tiny who's getting ready to enter the world as a full adult with a full job. And y'all pray for her so she can stop being a bill on my on my end, you know, and the little one heading into middle school and me hopefully adding to the pack. 
So send me your good news. I love hearing it. I love hearing what you're up to. I love being able to stand in agreement with you on that in prayer. And above all else, I just am so thankful that you're doing this journey with me. So let's stay together. Another great chat. I love spending time together. Now I need you to subscribe, rate, and leave a review because I love hearing from you. And then come hang out with me on Instagram at Nicole Walters. I'll be back here next week and I hope you are too. See you there, friend. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.